0: Welcome to the Bardcast. It's Shakespeare in Stratford-upon-Avon, you dick.
1: Uh, Yeah, it is. And here we are.
0: We are at the Mercure Hotel, which is very cute. And Stratford-upon-Avon is the most adorable. I'm not leaving.
1: You, you forgot to say, we are your hosts. I am Lisa N. Goldsmith. <laughs>
0: and I am Owen Thompson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yes, this, this hotel is actually called the shakespeare but it's part of the mercure i mean it's been bought up by the mercure chain That's which right. is everywhere it's an ancient place that is you know i mean it's right on uh it, oh god what is the address are we and we're not on sheep street are
0: no, we? no no i although i would love to be on sheep street but we're not what 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 wait uh, Don is going to look this up for us.
1: So dumb that we don't actually know. But it, it, it's a very, very small town, Stratford. Um, and mm-hmm. there's the High Street, there's Bridge Street.
0: What is it? Chapel Street. Chapel, Chapel Street. Street.
1: Right, which is actually <laughs> very near the river, the River Avon. On which there are many swans.
0: There are many swans. And right down the block from Shakespeare's school house.
1: Well, we're actually, we're, 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 yeah, we're a block away from Shakespeare's school, even more so. We are literally two doors away from New Place, which is Shakespeare's house. It's That's not, right. it's not there anymore. Uh, it's one of, it, but it's one of the, the primary Shakespeare sites in Stratford. It was the second biggest house in Stratford when he bought it in 1597, and it's literally two doors down from where we are, right the second.
0: Right this very second. It's so crazy. In fact, we are recording from the Macbeth room, so there you go. Is that right? Are we really? Yes. That's
1: okay. I have to say that I'm incredibly bitter. <laughs> Because we checked into these fair, like fairly innocuous rooms, which are, were lovely. They were fine. They're fine. And there was, shall we say, a little problem that we don't need to talk about the exact nature of.
0: Suffice it to say that, that I, I went downstairs and asked to be moved.
1: Yes, and 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 Lisa Ann and Don got moved to the cool kids part of the hotel, <laughs> where there are a number of rooms in a row that have different Shakespeare names and just different beams and like medieval. It's older. Stuff. It's the
0: older part of the hotel. And
1: and we got left behind. And when we tried to move, they were like, "So sorry."
0: I I feel terrible, but our room did smell like poop, and well, there's just no ways. Yeah, that. I
1: wish my room had smelled like poop. <laughs> I should have said it did.
0: Anyway, since we've been here, we've had wonderful meals, and we and we have done some sightseeing. Now, we are here in the winter, which precludes us from seeing some things, but we did go to Shakespeare's birthplace today, which was incredibly amazing.
1: It, it wasn't on Henley Street. In, yes. in the middle of town. And I, I've I've been here before. In fact, I was here. Fair, Lita and I were here in 2018, so it, it was fairly recently that we were here. And so pre pandemic, yeah, pre pandemic. Um, so what were your? What, let me ask you in general. What were your first impressions of Stratford as a town?
0: Uh, that I'm not going home.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we looked actually. That you know there are there are listings in many windows of like what houses cost. And we're like, well, if we chip in, we could. Stay here, buy so li- a house.
0: Yeah, so listen, if there's anybody that loves our pod and is independently wealthy and you would like to buy us a house here and a plot of land so we can start a theater to rival the RSC, we're in. Yeah,
1: there's a huge... We walked by a huge plot of land that's just vacant and we thought... Well, if we had enough backers, we could build a theater here with the idea of challenging the RSE for supremacy of Shakespeare in, in Stratford-upon-Avon. That's
0: right. Not It's, you know... Dream big! <laughs> we are such stuff as dreams are made on. That's motherfucking right. <laughs> um, so, no, I just, I absolutely loved it. It's my favorite kind of small town um people love their dogs here and it was so fun because we would go into these restaurants and there would be all these amazing puppies that we got to cuddle i love that i love that about stratford and they love their swans and ducks and geese obviously
1: yeah the ava the, the i mean I, I i wonder at what point i don't i don't know at what point some government official decided let's See to it that swans and ducks, and swans in particular, because swans swan and of Avon ducks and, all that. and
0: geese better scurry. But
1: there are there are a ton of these waterfowl on the Avon River, and they're they're super adorable.
0: They are super adorable. Um, what else?
1: Oh, so much else! Oh my god! I mean, so well. What did what did you make of um, what did you make of the birthplace? Uh, you
0: know. The, the thing about the birthplace is that it's a it was originally one house and then they added on another house and then they added on another house. So it's really interesting to be inside and look at, like, for example, which beams are original because you can tell because they have like wooden nails, which is kind of amazing to think that this is where he was a kid. Right. So this is where all of that stuff was starting to germinate in his head.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's of course incredible to walk around town and realize, oh yeah, he was hanging out in...
0: Yeah, like Shakespeare walked on this street.
1: Yeah, all of these streets. All of these streets. And, and of course, we were in the room just today where he not only was born, but grew up in and yes you know lived lived in the it slept in the room with his parents until they they say he was about five years old and then there was another room in the house uh, where he probably lived for the rest of his life in Stratford until he until he got married and yeah I mean
0: but but even when he got married to Anne Hathaway um which was the right thing to do because they got married in November and she gave birth in May so do that math um they he they built a little addition onto the house for him and Anne to live in because he was eighteen years old and would not have had enough money to right. have bought his own house. And eighteen years she old, she was twenty-seven.
1: Eighteen years old and a father of twins.
0: Yes, Judith and Hamnet.
1: Yeah, and interestingly, of uh, Shakespeare was one of eight children, uh, three of whom who died, including the two sisters that preceded him. That's right. Uh, and he and so he was de facto the oldest child. And only had one surviving sister Joan who and 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 another just a little tidbit about that one of the daughters who died not in childbirth necessarily but between childbirth and like two mm-hmm. was also named Joan, so they recycled that name, that's his right. parents for one of his sisters and when uh when when Shakespeare bought New Place, which is the the building that's two doors down from us, and interestingly um the, there's no building there now uh, where New Place was in 1597. By the time Shakespeare had become established in London and was wealthy, he was able to buy that second largest property in uh, in Stratford. And when he died, he left it to his daughter, and she and her uh, her her husband, the doctor Susanna
0: and John Hall.
1: Yeah, they they moved into New Place, and one of the reasons why there's nothing there is that. Uh, the the son-in-law decided it, the house wasn't modern enough and he knocked it down and built something else. And then lots of other people decided to do the same along mm-hmm. the way. So today there's nothing there. Uh, and but, a,
0: but a little m- like Memorial Park. Thing. Oh, it's yeah. actually – i mean yeah.
1: there's a lot that's there. Now, this is, this is the bad news. Because of the time that we're visiting, and unbeknownst to us, also largely because of COVID, because things got put off, a number of these sites are closed. Right. And we're kind of bummed about that. One of them is New Place.
0: Well, it just means we have to come back, Owen.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, new, or
0: you can come visit me cuz i'm not leaving.
1: Right. Well, i think we've already established that we're <laughs> all going to be living here forever. Uh but new new place i visited and there's a huge garden there and there's actually a there's a mini museum and there's a lot of things to oh, see. Oh, i'd love that. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Bummed about Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway's house too. Yeah.
1: A lot Anne Hathaway's cottage is closed and so is uh, Croft Hall where yeah. where Shakespeare's doctor son-in-law lived. Uh, but the birthplace is fascinating. One thing I learned about today that I didn't know, they had some really, really cool docents there today.
0: They they had some really cool docents. And you know what I had never thought about, but I just realized from going through the birthplace, was that there are no direct descendants of Shakespeare alive today. Oh, yeah.
1: The last direct descendant of Shakespeare, I think her name was Elizabeth, and she died in 1670. Yep, that's it. Which is actually really soon after Shakespeare himself died. I mean, it's only, what? Uh, fifty four years mm-hmm. after Shakespeare died, so oh no sorry that 's incorrect that is wasn't well, so didn 't she live till forty seven years forty seven yeah. years yeah. my, math and i don 't get along people i 'm so sorry um, but yeah, so he has no direct descendants um and and very few god pe- that
0: 's a waste of a bloodline
1: yeah i mean there 's probably people in the world that have his DNA somewhere.
0: Somewhere, but it's not like we can hook him up with ancestry dot com.
1: No, but you know, I mean, th- no, but they did manage that with Richard III. That's true. When his remains were found in that parking lot, right? And they actually found some guy in the United States, like somewhere like Wyoming or something like that, where they actually were able to match his DNA to the DNA from the parking lot. That's to, so crazy! To can prove that Richard was like that, the remains were Richard III's remains. So crazy. Science, wow.
0: But there are no direct descendants because everybody died. The last people that died were childless, or their children had died.
1: Right. Uh, one thing that we learned that happened to Shakespeare's birthplace after he, so he it, he left it to his son-in-law. And it got opened up as a tavern.
0: As a tavern, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the yeah.
1: Maidenhead originally, and yeah. then later the Swan and Maidenhead. Yeah. But the whole they the, but the son-in-law put on a whole addition in the yep. back. Yep. And opened it up as an inn, and it was an inn for like years, uh, like yeah, uh, well, like well over a century. Yeah. I didn't learn that the last time I was here.
0: Really? These docents were amazing. Yeah. I thought that the woman in the the glove room was fantastic.
1: Yeah, there's a whole... So not only was Shakespeare's birthplace a home, and a pretty sizable home frankly
0: absolutely you
1: know they, they we learned a lot about um like you, you may have heard that Shakespeare famously or infamously in his will left the his second the second best bed to his wife
0: which was not a slam at all because the first best bed in any house was for guests only the second best bed
1: was the marriage bed. the marital bed so more so more important and and certainly more personal um, and and as it was explained to us today, it was a real real show off move yeah. by Shakespeare's dad, John Shakespeare, uh, to to show his to not only have a bed that was only for visitors, uh, and oftentimes they, those visitors would be people he wanted to go into business That's with right. or make a business deal with. And also, we were he told he was also that, a
0: politician. Yes, you know? it, well, he yeah. was.
1: Eventually, he was the high bailiff. Yep which is essentially the the mayor yeah. of Stratford. We've talked about this and of course he fell from grace later on. Right. But that the bed that and and of course the it, everything pretty much is a replica in of course. Shakespeare's birthplace. There are some pieces that are as old as Shakespeare's Yeah, time. those are
0: the ones that are roped off.
1: Yeah. But nothing there's pretty much nothing in the house that is actually sadly or, like original of to course. when Shakespeare lived there. But the the docents explain that you know scholarship tells us that that first bed the one that was for visitors only in today's money would be worth about $10,000
0: yeah it was by far the most expensive piece of furniture in the house and it was expensive because it was a four poster bed
1: right right and it was and it was for show it was to it was to, to demonstrate how rich and powerful john shakespeare had become
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, but but so john shakespeare was a glover uh, a glove maker uh, and a, and by all accounts of an expert glove maker a master glover. a master um and he had uh his shop in the house and they would do all of the tanning of the hides and stuff like that right outside the back door
1: yes yeah there's a garden there's a, a really lovely garden in the back of shakespeare's birthplace today but it was explained to us that it would not have been quite so lovely back in shakespeare's time because it was basically a tannery that's right so they would they would tan animal hides in vats of urine and then they also had vats of manure
0: That they would rub in to make them supple.
1: Right. So you soap. I mean, not that I, this is just off what we learned today. Yes. Apparently. They would soak the hides in urine for long periods of time. And
0: scrape off the bits of flesh and fur, feathers, whatever. And
1: then you use manure to make them softer. I mean, I, I can't imagine their neighbors were super happy.
0: You know, but I can't imagine that their neighbors weren't used to it.
1: Well, uh, yeah, sure. You go blind after a while. Right. It's like, oh, that John Shakespeare and his tannery. But I'll
0: bet they'd put up with it for a good pair of gloves. And there were interesting gloves. Like there was one that was sort of like a, like a um, an oven mitt type, which would be for really for the poorest people. And then the next one up would have uh, like two sections for so your pinky and your ring finger in one section, and your middle finger and your uh, index finger in the other section. Was kind of like a. Um, like Spock. So like Spock, right. Yeah. Uh, and then a thumb piece. And then if you were full-on wealthy, you would have a glove that had five, five fingers.
1: And, and and of course, the wealthier you were, the, the more embroidered and the more distinguished the gloves would become. Yeah. I mean, gloves, like really seriously decorated gloves were a status symbol. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kid gloves with all kinds of embellishments yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, so there's all kinds of different examples at, at Shakespeare's birthplace. And what I also didn't know was that the apprentices uh, lived. in the house. They lived yeah. in the house from the ages of like 14 to 21.
0: Yeah, and that the, the, the people that they were apprenticed to would feed them and clothe them and house them.
1: Mm-hmm, but they made no money
0: they made no money. And of course Until John Shakespeare journeyman.
1: Right, John Shakespeare himself had to go through that process, yeah. although I don't think there are any records of it, because you would get your journeyman papers at 21. That's right. and then you could begin to establish yourself, which John Shakespeare clearly did. And also, interestingly, the not only did they manufacture the gloves on premises, but there's a window in the room where they made the gloves that would open up and it, it served as a shop.
0: Right, so like people would walk up to the window and order their gloves, yeah, or they pick would up buy, their gloves, buy their or... gloves
1: right outside. the Yeah, yeah.
0: So crazy, like you know, picking up a, a cup of coffee or a milkshake, or right, something. or an Amazon package, or an Amazon package. Yeah, you know. so strange.
1: Uh, but but the the house is actually quite sizable.
0: It's b- bigger than most New York apartments.
1: Well, that's a low bar. But, <laughs> but also very true. Now, when I mean, it seemed big to me today, and, and it actually seemed big to me the last time I was here too. Uh, but then, when you start to think about like how many people, five have, children yeah. living there, and yeah. like however, like four or five apprentices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, the
0: apprentices were thrown up in the in the loft. Right, but yeah. still,
1: it would it would get crowded, and also, of course, you know, there's no bathrooms. Well, yes. Yeah, you got a chamber pot and something outside.
0: So, see, that's why I think my last room smelled like poop. There was a ghost in there.
1: Maybe so. Maybe it was John Shakespeare's ghost.
0: Maybe they, they, it was the ghost of a chamber pot. It
1: was a poop ghost.
0: It was a poop pot.
1: It was a Shakespeare Stratford
0: <laughs> chamber poop pot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, this is
0: <laughs> you guys. We've been doing a lot of traveling yeah. and a lot of walking, but um, so the so we ought, we are going to go over to Shakespeare's schoolhouse.
1: Yes, we're visiting, which we will see tomorrow. We're visiting the schoolhouse, the guild hall in town, which is again a block away from us. The the place where Shakespeare almost certainly went to school. Once again, you got to hedge your bets in a lot of ways when we're talking about this because there are no records.
0: Right, and that's something the docents kept saying. This yeah. is what we think. We right. don't know for sure. But he would have been in school till 15, probably, is what they think, and he would have learned Latin. He would have learned Greek.
1: Right. Although, a lot, I mean, a lot of people, there's, there's reason to believe that Shakespeare was pulled out of school earlier than some because uh you know because john shakespeare fell on hard times yeah. and shakespeare probably needed to work more than that i mean it's very interesting uh, and, and so much of it is supposition but yes and also you know of course some People that don't believe Shakespeare wrote his works will point to the fact that there is no record of Shakespeare attending school. And what they don't tell you is that there's no record of anyone attending school. Because there were no records. Because there's no records of that time. That's right. So Shakespeare, as the son of John Shakespeare, who eventually, you know, who was in city government, a successful merchant, and became essentially the mayor of the town. It's 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 impossible to imagine that he wouldn't have attended grammar the free grammar school.
0: Yeah, the rich kids always have to go to school, right?
1: And but this is this is where it gets hinky, like because John Shakespeare did like get some serious financial reverses, uh, you know, and and Shakespeare never attended university. That's right. Shakespeare, I'm, there's no way of knowing exactly what happened, but Shakespeare, as the son of a successful merchant who had married Mary Arden, who was socially, you know, pretty high up. She was upper up. class, yeah. yeah. I mean, not nobility exactly, but certainly higher than the Shakespeare's. But so Shakespeare, as the child of Mary Arden and a successful merchant, would have been on a trajectory, mm-hmm. probably, to go to university. Uh, and we know he did not. And, of course, he's there's, there's those seven years, the lost years, that we don't know anything about. So it's probable that he got yanked out of that school yeah, early. Yeah, because
0: Daddy made some bad decisions. Right.
1: But he almost certainly did attend that school for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to visit it tomorrow morning. Um, and... We will have much to say about it after we see it.
0: We will. And we are also going to see, uh, tonight is the opening night of The Tempest at the Royal Shakespeare Company here, and we, are, we have tickets for tomorrow night.
1: We do. Um, we had hoped to see, this is almost like a Nancy Drew mystery. We've talked about...
0: Oh my God, the immersive production uh, of Romeo and Juliet.
1: We've spoken to people all over town about where it might be.
0: We had emails back and forth with the company that was producing it.
1: And we, we got breadcrumb information, like, try, try it in this place, try in that place. And we went to, like, several of them poking around and trying to find. And some people were like, oh, let me see if it could be yeah. in this place. And other people had no idea what we were talking about. But sadly, ultimately, we could not fucking find it
0: no it's a company called like like hidden immersives and they do them all over the united states as well so i've heard of the company before and i went to their website Uh, i had gotten the last email i got was the tickets were not released yet and we kept watching we were on the wait list didn't see anything well i just went to the website while we were looking for it and there's no record of it at all and it was supposed to open last night no Today's the second. It was supposed to open uh, January 31st and run through February 28th. And there is no record of it whatsoever now.
1: Yeah. As a producer of theater, I have to say this strikes me as a poor business decision. Yes. Because you have people coming from the United States that really want to see your show and tried really, really hard and have utterly failed to even find where you are. Yeah, and I really wanted to see this one.
0: I did. Too. I thought well, because like the premises, it's immersive and you make cocktails with them, which sounds sort of fun.
1: Right, cuz if the show is bad, uh cocktails.
0: You're still drinking. Exactly. Right, which we uh, admittedly have done a lot of since we have been here. They have I don't, I
1: don't know what you're talking about. I am a
0: cider drinker and they have wonderful wonderful ciders. Yeah. And they have Owen's favorite beer here, so. Yeah.
1: Well, they have I mean, it it you know, it's a wonderland of booze.
0: It is a wonderland of booze.
1: (laughs) And we're going to go to a nice dinner since we couldn't see that Romeo and Juliet. And we'll look forward to seeing The Tempest tomorrow night. We're all Shakespeare Company productions, so our expectations will be high.
0: Yeah, it stars Alex Kingston. For those of you that watched Grey's Anatomy, she was the British doctor with the curly brownish hair, brown blonde hair. Um, For years she was on that show, and she is playing Prospero.
1: Indeed, so we we will we and we have excellent seats. So we have
0: like front row seats.
1: So we are very very excited about it, and uh, I also have to say that I think one of my takeaways from this trip so far is that we got a motherfucking comeback.
0: We got a motherfucking comeback, and and, and I also wanted to say that, um, the, we're, not that we can name any names, but this trip would not have been possible without the support of our greatest patron. Um, and we are eternally grateful to him. And,
1: and for all of our supporters as well. Yes. I mean, we would not be here without you guys. So, I mean, uh, if, 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 you are in, if you are so inclined, we are always amazingly grateful for your generosity. We
0: have swag. If you send us money, we'll send you swag. So it's kind of like you're buying some Bardcast stuff.
1: And Well, and you're you're going to get content that you would never have gotten because we couldn't be here.
0: That's right. You would get uh, special video content and stuff like right. that.
1: So if you visit com and go to our Patreon page or our PayPal link, that's a really great way to support us.
0: That's right. And if you have extra money and don't want to support us... Although you should because you're listening and you love us. You can also support the Actors Fund or Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, which are amazing organizations that do amazing things for actors and artists.
1: Agreed. Um, and I think that's about it for oh, now. And oh, and please, oh.
0: Oh, now you can follow us on TikTok.
1: The oh, Barncast right. You Dick yes. on TikTok. We're follow us on TikTok, now. Instagram,
0: Facebook, Twitter
1: well I, everywhere
0: I think we covered all of the social media but, which like for two old fucks like us we're trying yeah. you guys <laughs> we're,
1: we're trying we're, to figure it we're out we're TikToking now
0: we are TikToking and actually it's been kind of fun
1: it has been fun I hope well I mean I, I don't know I I don't have any idea what I'm doing check
0: us out on TikTok the Bardcast You Dick and remember
1: it's, it's Shakespeare, Shakespeare you dick. dick that's for you Rodney Hakeem. Rodney Hakim <laughs>
0: The preceding podcast was a production of Country Matters Incorporated, copyright 2023, all rights reserved.